we're live hello viewers and listeners we're back another movie review and this evening we'll be talking about top gun because justin decided so <laughs> well actually no there's a good reason top gun because top gun mavericks has been released fairly soon so we thought we'd talk about the original see if we can get any um extra viewers and whatnot a bit of search engine traffic who knows I wouldn't necessarily so, have admitted that. I why not? Just said it was in our schedule, and it so happened to collide with the release of Top Gun Maverick on Wednesday. Uh, why not? And we're, we're based on truth and transparency here on this channel. Yeah, no conspiracies. Yeah. As you can so, tell, Justin is a typical businessman. Everything we say is uh, honest and truthful and correct. Mm. <clears throat> yep. And we do not censor anyone's views on here as well. Apart from Justin's. Apart from mine. Yes. yes. Yeah. Because we would be kicked off. In fact, it's amazing Samir joins us every week. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you're right. (laughs) If it was anyone else, they would have left the Shogun up up yours, mate, to Justin. (laughs) It's not that bad. No. (laughs) All right. Well, he only calls me tight tight as a duck's ass sometimes. And. yeah. Well, it's only because you make the noises as you walk along. Oh, yeah. Ching, ching. Uh, and... <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's yeah, not that what a duck nickname. says, mate. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was Samir's nickname for a long time, wasn't it? Ching, ching. I don't know. Ching, oh, ching, ching, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So let's go over Top Gun then. <sighs> Interesting one, this. I think this is going to be a bit of fun. This. I watched this this morning, right? And it was the first time I've watched it in years. Let's go over the cast and etc. first. Director, Tony Scott. Writers, Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr. Where's Jerry Brockheimer in this? This is a Jerry Brockheimer film. Why is he not mentioned on IMDb? That's mental. I don't know. That's bizarre. Anyway. Um. It is a disgrace, yeah. So, obviously, it stars Tom Cruise as um, Pete Mitchell, also known as Maverick. Funny enough, this film actually has Tim Robbins in it as well. I completely yes. forgot about that. <laughs> oh, shocked when I saw it. Yeah, same as. <laughs> yeah. I was, um, um, I was more shocked with um, Anthony Edwards, which is probably the next one you're going to mention. Anthony Edwards? Yeah. Because I've been they watching him for months through the... Uh, uh, Dr. Mark Green at a VR, long-standing TV series. In fact, the longest ER, actually. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Isn't that Goose? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, he was an ER, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, well, speaking of forgetting people, Kelly McGillis plays the main love interest, Charlie, in this. I mean, whatever happened to her? She'd Mate, have you it. seen her now? Bloody hell, she's, she's, a not, nice she's not in the next one, I can assure you. <laughs> 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 moving on. <laughs> oh dear. If, o- if only she had known. <laughs> it's all that smoking, mate. That's what it was. And, uh, you know, cigarettes, maybe alcohol. We don't know what's happening in her personal life. I didn't think she was that fucking amazing in the first one, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer is in this as well. He plays the cool sign Iceman. We've already mentioned Anthony Edwards. I, I swear he was doing a Colgate advert in this bloody movie as well. 
Oh, yeah. Go. They all were. They yeah. all were. When they all of them have got these fucking teeth. Yeah. Bing. Um, they're not straight Tom Cruise's teeth, are they? They're slightly off to his front teeth aren't straight. They're kind of, it looks like a rat. What's up, Dirk? Yeah. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening. We, we, we do really love you. We do, because he doesn't age. <laughs> I don't know what his secret is, but he doesn't seem to Sign, age at Scientology, all. mate. That's what oh, it is. Fucking unbelievable. He looks as what, good what as... What is it? In... Scientology. Scientology. That's his... Oh, I don't go on about that, mate. The, the... Not, but he, he looks no, as good because... in, the, in Maverick as he does in the first one. It's unbelievable. This was 1986. No, no. It no, makes you, you fucking you sick, can... really. No, you can tell he's aged. You can tell. No, you can see he's aged, but he still looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Doesn't look bad definitely. for a 55 or 6 year old how old he is. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what Scientology would do for you. Mm. So mm. sign up. Tom Skerritt <laughs> plays Viper. Love him. I like Tom Skerritt, actually, as an actor. Great. Uh, great. I mean, I think he was great in Alien, and yeah. um, he's good in this, too. He does play that very commanding presence. Um, another guy I really do like is Michael Ironside. Yeah, just that. that guy's got such a unique voice. He's absolutely yeah. fucking phenomenal. That guy. It's one I can't replicate either. It, um, no, I, if I you can't. In, thought... um, uh, the Boston Mars film. Uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah, but he's been See, in he, thousands of films. He's a guy you hire if you can't hire Jack Nicholson. <laughs> well, that you, you could easily get the two confused quite quite yeah, quickly. Exactly. I think yeah. in passing, yeah. you don't. Yeah. Yeah. They've got, get they've got, they've got a similar sort of pre- the similar look, similar voice, similar presence. I I, I can I understand what Samir's saying, right? On that. Yeah. Okay. Fuck me. And I, really I should probably shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's ruined it now. Oh, we've got to fucking stop now, haven't we? Um, I'm going to mention Rick Rosovich as well, who played Slider. He was Iceman's. Um... That's a good point, actually. Right? What are these people that sit in the back and just go? Oh, 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 Navigators. Oh. They're is navigators what, and gunners. Is that what they are? Yeah. Gunners? Yeah. Yeah, more, gunners navi- they, more navigators than gunners. Yeah. They are more naga- navigators, but they also have, they, they, I believe, anyway, oh, fucking hell, already get myself in shit on the fandom sites with F-15s. I believe they also had act, could gun as well. Yes, I think... Uh, I might I be wrong. I think they have an emergency uh, gun stick in case. <laughs> gun stick. Grabbing hold but, of the gun stick. You know what I'm saying, joystick <laughs> or whatever. He's not going to uh, grab his knob, is he, to fire? Xbox but, you controller. Know, yeah. I, I, was to, I was a little bit, you know, obviously coming at this as like a 43-year-old bloke watching this for the first time in 15, maybe in 20 years. Yes, um, yeah. I was like... <laughs> uh, pers- can, can I just say something? You've just frozen and uh, we can't like hear what you're saying. Yeah. It looks like you're on crack, just coming down off crack. Oh. You just pause like that. So, am I right now? Yeah. No, your, your camera's really blurry, mate. I don't know what the fuck's going on then. Anyway, obviously having problems here, connection-wise. But anyway, yeah, so it's just saying that um, it's like well, having your own... Their second homeowner's taken up the power with. <laughs> Fucking wankers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you were saying, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I was fucking saying... Yeah, it's like having your own personal cheerleader in the back. That's what I felt with these geezers yeah. sat in the back. I thought, you know, like, you know, whoa, yeah, go on, shoot him now. Okay, that's it. Okay. All right. So, you, know, you can imagine, like, the people watching 
watching this or that will watch this in the future yeah. absolutely like, livid right now because they know or have been that guy in the back of the seat of a jet plane and they go you fucking assholes yeah well get in the comments let us know what do you do people sat in the back what do you do mm. other than just going oh, oh, oh. Hmm. well that's it for the cast <laughs> <laughs> that's the review good night and god bless oh i'm gonna mention meg ryan actually because yeah what is she doing what is she doing these days uh, uh, I think she's had a really bad plastic surgery and doesn't do much. Not a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've just seen a picture of her. Yeah, she looks like yeah. Daffy Duck. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Can, can you stick a picture up of that? <laughs> well, of what she looks like. I'm saying yeah, she looks old. One. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, she came on Parkinson about 10, 20 odd years ago and she did not say anything? And Michael Parkinson had to just try to force things out she of her was, and she um, just. She got torn to bits, didn't she? I think that was one of the yeah, last yeah. interviews she did. Yeah, that that's was right. Yeah. That was a terrible interview. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, and it was like a strange one going, what? She what? was drunk or something. Was she drunk or something? No, or... she. I don't <laughs> know what she was, but she was out. It looked like she was out of it, but she didn't say much. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's what she looks like these days. Looks like Daffy Duck. I tell you what, now it looks like she's been to the same place as um, Nicole Kidman and said, "I'll have, yeah. I'll have a Nicole, please." Yeah, Quella Deville. Seen... It's a Quella yeah. Deville look, isn't it? Have you seen Madonna then? Like, oh yeah, no, let's not let's not mince them all. Yeah, Madonna's like not Madonna. in this film. So no, I'm but I'm just about saying about the plastic surgeons. I don't know who's doing their work over there in Hollywood, but it should be sacked. Bloody hell! <laughs> who was the who was the guy you just mentioned? Who was uh, Slider? Oh, God. or whatever his name is. He's been, he's been in quite a lot as well. He his was in Rick, Rick Rosovich. That's it. Because he, he does a lot of sort of military films at, the, at that time. He did uh, Navy Seals with Michael Bean and Michael Sheen. Right. As well, I think. I think he was in that. I I, re- I remember him from Roseanne. Yeah, that's no, right. Rock, Roxanne. 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 Yeah. Roxanne. Yeah. Wasn't there a yeah. TV programme? Yeah. Roseanne was, but Roxanne wasn't. Roxanne was a movie with Steve Martin. He played a firefighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But is it the big nose? That's it, yeah. 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 And Steve Martin helped him get laid with the bird that he fancied, Daryl Hannah. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I wish I was in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Top Gun then, come in. The USS Enterprise, where no man has gone before. I'm going to start off this because I might as well tell you my points of view about this movie as a kid i loved it and i'll tell you why i loved it i wanted to follow my father's footsteps because my dad was in the air force for Royal air force for a bit, <laughs> and i wanted to be in the air force myself but i realized after yeah yeah not aware but... of that yeah so dad was, dad was viper 12 plus <laughs> fucking years i've known you and i've never known that about your old man really oh, okay hmm. uh it's one of those things I don't really mention, but yeah, he was in it for a few years. Uh, unfortunately, he had to uh, leave due to uh, medical reasons. But yeah, um, so I wanted to I, I wanted to follow my father's footsteps, be a uh, all Air Force pilot, and I watched this movie and I thought, bloody, hell, I would love that life, and I really was impressed. But one thing I've just had, the Royal Air Force is much better. Uh, we don't have the advanced Ooh. technology uh, as uh, the Americans, but yeah. So, yeah, that was my connection to the movie, and that's how, why I fell in love with it. And I uh, also loved Berlin's song, Take My Breath Away. 
Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's a there's some amazing music in this. Yeah, and some of the uh, really some of the sixties and seventies music as well in the background where they played it. Really loved that. So that made it for me. Take and my breath away. It was another thing. America of the eighties was selling a dream, which I think it was because Britain wasn't economically was just coming up and being stagnated for a while and that's why I had this impression oh my god America's selling this dream loving this place I'd love to live there etc etc and that's what these movies did for me especially things like Top Gun and yeah I think that's my, was my viewers probably till probably uh, mid 90s or the late 90s so I started understanding things in life and um, yeah I realised America, the American dream doesn't really exist unless you're a rich man over there. And they have these good old stories. But yeah, I mean, it, it was selling a story and a dream that doesn't really exist. It's become a nightmare, really, for quite a lot of people. But I'm not going to go into politics. There's other issues as well that annoy me as well. And those movies, and as a kid, I always believed it, are oh, we're the best because we're American. We've got the best equipment. We've got this. We can We can beat everyone in the world. But no, uh, the truth is, when you hear independent reports, uh, and this was in um, sort of 2003 sort of thing, where they had these advanced uh, machines and they were, ch- uh, were chasing a Soviet plane called Foxbat. He let it come, Foxbat let them get close. Boom, they put their afterburners, they disappeared because they were Mark 3.0. Eight five or something like that. So it wasn't a case they had the best equipment as well. So the Russians had it and other people as well. And if I talk about other stuff, it will become too political, so I better not. But yeah, why don't we say uh, an impression and a dream I was sold wasn't true. And I really was disappointed when I went to the States as a kid as well. Break my heart, actually. Fuck yeah. Right, right. okay, oh. so after all that, Jesus. <clears throat> God, where did that fucking come from? That diatribe. Jesus. We are <laughs> talking about Top Gun tonight, aren't we? Yeah, we are talking about Top Gun. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Star Trek? No, uh, I fucking hate Star Trek. What's the, what, what's the, what's the link? Oh, uh, it's a ship. Oh, well, to the Enterprise thing yeah. that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. The... I was, and then Smear went into his, you know, child thing. So is that it? Yeah, but no, I was just going to say that it was filmed on CDN 65, which was the USS Enterprise. That's where okay. was, yeah. the ship that was but, filmed it was actually filmed on the ship as well. Yeah. But that, you know, one thing about that movie, <laughs> right? One thing about that movie, right? Oh, I lead in. <laughs> it's the Porsche. What? Oh, what? The one that Kelly McGillis was driving? Yeah, one the government. Uh, employee wouldn't be that rich ever classic and it was using uh 48 hours and another 48 hours by nick Nolan. it wasn't that valuable then it is now i'm still about 30 years old mate that was 1950s car i'm glad you mentioned it because that's one of my questions actually and that was a question i was going to ask justin so hmm. somebody's cleared it up porsche was it mm. yeah okay. Porsche. yeah but it wasn't i don't believe it was badged as a porsche though that's the thing i don't it was not that they, they um uh it was badged up as, as something else as a because ultimately it's a vw beetle convertible 
Uh, well, that's what, what a Porsche was to start. No, no, no. I know that. I know. It wasn't. It didn't have the Porsche badge. I think it had. Um, uh, oh, car, it's not car. Is it Carmen Gear? Something like Carmen Gear, something like that. Well, if I, if you know, I'd be ashamed to put my, I'd be ashamed to put the 1188 logo on that car because it was a piece of shit. They, they weren't great. Well, that's where hmm. James Dean died in one of those. I can see why. Yeah, yes. they're one of the safest cars in the world. Yeah. Well, but anyway, I was just going to say, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. So that was the, the, the first nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. It was only just decommissioned in 2017. Uh, wow. In fact, I saw one of its um, sister ships, the um, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, down in Gosport when it came in years ago. Um, i just never seen anything like it. They're, they're just mahoosive. I think it was 5,000. I think they came in with... Um, another American ship and it was like 5,000 sailors uh, in Southampton and Portsmouth over that weekend uh, when it had come in. Um, but yeah, the film, the, the whole film was filmed on it. F-15s at the time were like the, the plane that was used on uh, combat planes. But what was the, uh, just coming back to the RF thing, do, does anyone know what the Top Gun or Top Tom Cat, I keep thinking of the cartoon series. Tom Cat. I know, not Tom Cat, but it sounds the same. But does anyone know what the UK equivalent is of that? Like that elite flying. I no. don't know the answer, by the way. I just I, I didn't even know there is one. Because we're I we're think... all good over here. We don't need to have special divisions. I hate to think yes. lower divisions like. Well, but you talk about divisions. I mean, that was one of the things that that surprised me. This is Navy. This yeah. is all US Navy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the US Air Force, which is interesting. Uh, it's because However, it's aquatic. It's on. Why not just call it the Army? In the, the Army. army. <laughs> Yeah, because if you if you've got like navy, predominantly boats and water flying fucking planes, then where does it stop? You know, you got the US Air Force taking control of boats as well. I mean, you know, on a rowboat or something. You know, what's going on? Just call it the army instead. And everyone does a everyone does a little bit every now and again. You know, it's your turn this month to be on this fucking boat. Oh god, you hate boats. You know, but do it that way. No, just call it armed forces. Don't even call it the army. Armed forces, um, simple. Yeah, but army's it's easy, Mate, isn't it? It's easy to say. Armed forces is too much effort. I, yeah, but <laughs> if you have that over here, right? If you call uh, someone from the Royal Air Force, you're in the army, mate. They'll have you for breakfast. They call the army pongos. They think no, they're, they're pest. They're fucking raff for all bloody ponces, isn't they? They're all fucking <laughs> all officer class knobs, isn't they? Yeah, the Air Force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, they would hate being called the army. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my my dad always used to say, you know, we always used to take a week out of the Pongos sort of thing, because that's what they used to call the army people sort of thing. Pongos. <laughs> but anyway, that, that F-14 Tomcat reminded me of a Transformer. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. the cartoons. Um, yeah. I never found out which one it was. I'm supposed to... Um, Transformers. In disguise. God, oh, that's the old tune for it. That was the old yeah, cartoon tune, wasn't it? Classic. Yeah. 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 Mate, we are of that generation, mate. Come on, we don't talk about these new stuff, do we? I, t- yeah, I tell so you what, though, I think I mentioned to you guys. Our audience. I, yep. I think I mentioned to you guys during the, during the course of the day, uh, the um, just with the continuity in this film. That I think, as I said to you on the message, no one seemed to give a crap about the continuity in this film. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you noticed all of the the different numbers on the fronts and planes changing, not even the right names under the cockpits at times, and. No, I didn't. Same plane um, taken off twice and crashed and was still on the board. And 
Yeah, no one seemed to give a crap. Well, it's a like, Bruckheimer film, isn't it? It's all about action, action, action. Yeah. It's basically a film for people with ADHD. It's constant, constant, constant. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oil, dark muscle. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Jerry Bruckheimer movies, I must admit. They are pretty, they're just fucking full on constant. You think, oh, give it a rest. Yeah, let's have a bit of dialogue or something, you know, just to ease it off a little bit. Yep. I agree with you. 110% on that. Another thing is, um, the practice aircrafts, the, the guys that they were sort of practicing against at top uh, gun were the same sort of model planes that they had for the Soviet planes. Oh, the, the MiGs? Yeah. They didn't look like MiGs. I've never seen a MiG uh, that shape. I've seen something similar to it uh, on hit, uh, on Discovery Channel, but that looked like more like uh, an American training plane that the Viper was using. F, they're F4s. Well, the one Viper they were, and, they? They were, yeah, they weren't MiGs, they were F4s. No, yeah. The the like the, the baddie planes was were I think again I said to you earlier, but they said were MiG 28 but there's no such thing apparently. They're modified Soviet planes that are something else. I but quite I like them. Want... They were they were dark and mysterious. Yeah. Every time it shot to the cockpit view, it was just some sort of random generic guy with a black helmet on and a red yeah. star on it. I thought, yeah, that's yeah. almost pretty cool, wasn't it? It's like have you seen the, the film? You've, you've, you've obviously seen the film Hot Shots with Martin Sheen, which is a total piss, cake, piss taker Top Gun, of course. It, yeah, I don't um, remember it very well. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's a bit like um, this is a bit like watching James Bond, and then you watch John English. It's a right, bit like yeah. that. It's just like, or you know, like a scary movie, just a piss take, completely of, of Top Gun. But they use similar planes uh, in um, in Hot Shots as well. Yeah, no, I think I re- go on, Smith. I was going to say the funny thing was Charlie Shin and Tom Cruise were uh, fighting for number one uh, box office and uh, place at the time. I think when uh, Hot Shots uh, came out in the late eighties, was it late eighties? I think it was in the early nineties. I think it was early nineties because I think I remember seeing Hot Shots for the first time on a plane over to Florida when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember it being played in the in one of the planes. Uh, yeah, so it, was, it would have been early nineties. That's probably the first and last time I saw it because it's not really a film that you kind of go back and watch. No, it's not exactly a classic. No, <laughs> no. So, did you um, the when Charlie uh, was on a date? Do you remember that in the bar? Yeah. Oh, don't. Mm. Yeah. Go on. No, no, let's well, get it out of the way. Go on. No, just it was just um, an observation. I didn't know. I, I oh. looked looked this up, obviously. Um, but her date was in the bar. Uh, the old dude. Which mm-hmm. we were sort of like, oh, it looks a bit old. Well, you know, in fact, I think Tom Cruise well, was a work the... colleague, wasn't it? It wasn't a date. Yeah. It's something it like that. Yeah. But he was, uh, he was the real Viper um, and uh, called right. uh, Pete Pettit, Pettigrew. So he was actually a Top Gun, the real Viper was... from Top Gun. He was in Harry Potter, wasn't he? <laughs> anyway. Gollum. <laughs> no, Peter Pettigrew, who was the fucking geezer they got. Turn into a mouse. Anyway, right. So was that was a genuine fighter pilot, right? Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, was, I, he was a genuine article. Yeah, cameo, didn't right, it? Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? I just you know wheel him in. Why not? But so, um, yeah, when, when he sort of showed up and as I was your date and that, I thought, no, that's a work colleague. Yes. Yeah. She, she said my colleagues turned up as well. So uh, yeah, obvious. Yeah. But another thing is, how many of you have actually seen a, a lady going into the toilet and actually walked in to talk to her afterwards? I don't know. Justin and I has a habit of doing that, but uh, well, I have a story well, about that actually. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Yeah, well, go on. Yeah. 
Well, I went on a, a little excursion to the Netherlands, Holland, a number of years <laughs> back in the early 2000s. And um, I remember not following a, a woman into the toilet, but there, in the place I was staying, there was a blonde woman sat on her own reading a book. I caught eye contact with her a few times and I thought, okay. So anyway, she walked to the toilet and I caught eye contact with her again as she walked past. So I, put, I left my beer on the on the side and I actually went and opened the door because she was in there just washing her hands, a bit like that Kelly, Kelly this was, just washing her hands. And I just opened the door and said, excuse me, can I buy you a drink? And she went, oh, okay. Then she was an American woman from Texas. So and, not and, quite as bad as walking into the toilet, but... And, the hand. Uh, and anything happened? Yeah, we well, we just talked. I think... Yep. That's what I wanted to answer. Well done. Talk, oh, I can give her the old KFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give her the length. No. <laughs> no, I thought I tried. I did try my hardest, but uh, she was a little... You know, a good little girl from Texas traveling around Europe. You know, mm. um, she, her daddy owned a ranch. So, you know. Oh, you don't want that phone call, dear. I've got a particular set of skills. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I tried my honest, but actually, weren't having it. Which is a shame, but there you go. Well, I um, would have had uh, Ewan on the other side. But on, that, um, on that note, actually, of that, that bathroom. So, that um, <clears throat> bathroom scene, talking about the bathroom scene. Uh, was actually filmed on a different location 20 miles away from actually the bar they were in uh, because the facilities in the bar that they filmed weren't big enough. Yeah, you so can tell it cut to a different, different location. Because you know that uh, when he goes to the loo's, basically to the toilets, you could tell it was some sort of, um, looked like a bloody school uh, sort of corridor and then he's just going in and you think a bar wouldn't have that sort of corridor. No. Yeah. But, I don't uh, know if I'm if I'm talking out of my duck backside, but uh, uh, yeah. it could be. But I can't. I don't know. So you may be yeah. right. I think yeah. you may be wrong. And actually, the the love scene that they filmed as well wasn't originally going to be part of the film. Uh, and the reason it was filmed in the dark, uh, which wouldn't have really have mattered because most things are, um, is because that was filmed after all the filming had finished and uh, McGillis was doing an, already doing another film. She had red hair, so they shot it in the dark, so you couldn't see it. But the, the producers felt that it needed a love scene in it, so they added it later. And not only that, uh, Berlin, the video for the song was done in the dark as well, and a broken hangar or aircraft, Second World War aircraft or something like that. All right. Uh, yeah, I remember the video of that. Yeah. Shame they well, used the same footage twice, though, of him leaving on the motorbike. I don't know if you spotted that, but when he finished his volleyball game from being really sweaty and all up with no sand on him at all... Um, and of losing his watch a few times, the, he turned up to the house in uh, it was like setting, the sun was setting, yeah. and he left. Obviously, had been there for a while, had sex in the dark, bearing in mind, and okay. had left, and the sun still hadn't set. But it was the same. And when he went back later, to, uh, after she said she had gone to do that job in Washington, it was the same footage of him driving away. Well, why not? You know the... I mean, it's just him riding a bike, isn't it? Mm. Fuck it. First time, I think he left early. And well, that's what you assume. That, that's, we just go back assume, to that yeah. fucking bar scene, that singing. Yeah. That's just another... What, another the... Um, what, uh, Elvis Loving song? Yeah, that. Feeling. Or the... No, were you talking about Great Balls of Fire? Which one? 
no, loving about feeling. The fucking loving feeling when they all start singing. Ah, like yeah. yeah. Again, it's another moment where I just want to sort of slip out of my skin. I, I've never enjoyed that bit in this movie. I just. Yeah. It, it was wooing. When it was wooing. Oh, yeah, but it, that wasn't wooing. wooing. That was I've done that. I've, I've just started randomly singing at women. I mean, I got punched in the face, but it's happened, you know, you have to, don't you? You deserve that Randomly start singing at them. Mate, you're lucky you just got punched, <laughs> mate. Uh, uh, mate, you should have been given well, a better than going up to, It's better than going up to and saying voulez vous share avec moi ce soir, isn't it? <laughs> I haven't even done that, mate. So. <laughs> what was that, Swahili? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it? I've, I've seen you around when you go to bed with me or something, isn't it? That, that lyric. Oh, subtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you can never call um, guys from the Air Force, they're from the Army, because just because of that reason. It's because yeah. they're in uniform. Every woman melts at the knees in a bloke in a military uniform, particularly yeah, dress really uniform. Big, really big sweeping statements being made here on your behalf, Justin. Because sure I've worn uniform. It works. Yeah, stop talking about your leathers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> in your big bed. <laughs> <laughs> look at this what's what's the hole in the in the arse bit for don't worry about that yeah. let's look at the rest <laughs> <laughs> stop looking at that look at the rest of it <laughs> yeah in the in the days where the uniform fit <laughs> have you still got your uniform ah uh, some of them somewhere i have you got yes. your actual form? The size is large, boys. I haven't got my number ones. But the thing is, actually, you joke about that. That I have to say, you can say what you like about the American military, whether it's Navy, Army, or whatever. But, you know, when they're in their whites, in their tropic whites, they they do look cool. Well, you can't, did, yeah, you they, can't deny that. that they no, do. They well. are smart uniforms. We used to have level... uh, tropical uniforms as well in the British Army and uh, forces. You do know that, don't you? Yeah, but it's yeah, not it like... It came with a pith helmet as well. Yeah, it? it's not like the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Americans have... I, to be fair, I think that their their sort of their uniform styling is much nicer. Yeah, I quite like the um, the US yeah. Marine Corps military yeah. uniform. I quite mm. like that. It's very, very smart. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, yes, that bar scene fucks me off, and watching that was just like, oh, God, I, you know, if I could press a button that would just eject me to Mars and I could live there for the rest of my life, I would have done it at that moment. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, I'm out. Awful. I just, even back then, watching it, as a, like, when I was younger, watching it, I was like, that would never work. That I think Goose felt the same. Yeah. Well, I think it was, you talk about sweeping statements from me, I think it was quite a sweeping, a sweeping assumption from him that she was sat there on her own. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of assumptions made in this movie. Yeah, not yeah. Some bloke won't gonna be like sitting next to going, um, mate, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah do one, you fucking yeah. mug. What's the matter with you, fucking knobhead? Yeah, piss off. <laughs> Military town, fucking hell. Yeah. But then, yeah, you could say that about like Goose as well. I mean, what a weak character he was, really. That's because he yeah. just sat in the back. Exactly. Yeah, he just sat in the back and said, he "Oh, was you just know." <clears throat> What, 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 ballast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just keep, keep keep him from doing like five mark or whatever it is. A fucking. I but, think I think the problem is like it wasn't. I think he was a weak character because of because he had a family and he was always worried inside that 
if something goes wrong, if he dies, what yeah, would happen but, to his family? Yeah, but we had that storyline yeah. with Cougar. And right yeah. at the beginning, you know, family man, kid, yeah. Yeah, he, lost his edge. You he know, says, was, I'm out. Yeah. 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 He just tapped out. But Goose, he just fucking went along with whatever you want, Maverick. You know, yeah, endanger my life and that. He didn't care too much about his wife and kids, did he? Because he could have said, the fuck this, you're a liability, mate. I'm off. I'm going yeah. with someone new. I request a transfer. He could have fucking done it at any point if he didn't. Yeah, but uh, I think they were like brothers, weren't they? That they were more like family, and that's the thing. That was the the weakness. That was, no, uh, that I, was I, there. I hate that in movies. And oh, I were like brothers. Yeah. Oh fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's put your it's... life in danger, you're like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, that, that is that is true. But the you know you do. I mean, it's true in all in normal life. You know, you spend more time with your working people to do your own family, and you, you develop a bond. Um, yeah. You have to be careful with the relationship these days, but you develop a bond platonic you know and they were you know they were very close obviously good friends and all the rest of it but i do agree with you paul i think you know if you got to a stage where you're sort of putting your life at risk then then you would because well he's not named maverick for no reason is he he's, a, he's named maverick well, because he's let, a bit of a flyboy. let's clarify that i mean i would i'd be like mate you're a fucking liability even if it was I, you I, justin yeah yeah absolutely i'd say right okay i don't want to get a missile up my ass I don't want to crash land. <laughs> or hit my head on the canopy as I'm ejecting. So. Mayday, Houston. Mayday. We've got yes, frozen we, screen. Houston, we have a frozen screen. Uh, again. A frozen yeah. screen. Yeah. <sighs> I agree with you, Paul. 110%. It's another, <laughs> just, it's another one just signed up on broadband. Uh, I'll basically just say sorry, mate. I'll just walk, I'll uh, jump out of the plane with my parachute See you later, mate. Yeah, but he tried that and got his head caved in. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But uh, there is no, there is no real in terms of that actual accident. Bearing in mind they were in a vertical spin because of jet wash, and it should note actually at this point um, that and I'm going to read this because I think it's again worth uh, mentioning um, that. Uh, let me just find it where I've made my notes. Uh, that one of the pilots was killed during the filming. At the beginning of the film, there is a reference in the credits to Art Scholl. Uh, it was an uh, aerobatic pilot who flew the planes during the filming and was engaged to fly the difficult flat spin scene. Uh, during the scene, Scholl reported a problem with the plane. All contact was then lost, and neither Scholl nor the plane were ever recovered. Um, I thought I'd just mention it at that point of the flat spin. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, rest in peace. Uh, sad that these accidents happen on movie sets, but it's true and it happens. Um, <clears throat> but the but if you think about it in the in the flat spin and they're going around and around and around, he's a, he's ejecting the cable. There's no real reason why that that would have happened. But as yeah, soon as that canopy had released, given the g force of the spin, the canopy would have been whipped really away. Yeah. yeah, as soon as it released, it would have been like a, in a tornado, whipped around like a vortex. So he would never really have, have hit his head quite like that, unless there was a malfunction in the ejector seat, which meant he had gone up quicker than the canopy could eject. But you're seeing that bit in slow motion, so it's a bit difficult to determine. Yeah. But well, it's a bit ha- flawed. Movie, he had to be had to be killed. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So whether it was that latch or suicide or something, whatever, he had to die. Mm. I mean, this, this film is basically American propaganda, and it during the yeah. Cold War period, it is yes. like you know we are brilliant and that kind of stuff, and and I don't mind that shit, you know, I don't mind that. 
It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I think I think you have again this you can't take this film it's like America yeah and it's action packed constant it's a feel good film where you don't really care about the people being killed and blown up you know, you're, just, on, you're, you're on. on that you're on that side and it's an action packed <laughs> film and you, you have to watch and accept it for for what it is Look, and watch the trailer the second one it's no different I'll tell you why they did American Air Force, right? And not the Royal Air Force. We are proper gentlemen, stiff upper lip. We do everything underrated, under the radar, and people wouldn't know about it. And the other thing is you can never ever film uh, a proper Soviet story, could you? They're not going to let you say, by the way, yeah, come and see what we do on the uh, other side of the Iron Curtain. The thing is, with America, it's always been a showy place and it always will be a showy place. That doesn't mean necessarily they're the best or one of the best or whatever. Because in real life, it's there's been situations where they've got things wrong or got things right, whatever we say uh, happens. But this movie, I think that's the annoying bit. They make it a little bit too easy at the end. Uh, every uh, Mick gets destroyed. I'm sure that wasn't the case in real life when they faced each other sort of thing. And this is the thing where I think we need to be, we need to have movies which are more balanced, in the, especially well, in the modern world. I do agree world with now. that. But I think yeah. if, you're, if you're shooting down... It doesn't matter what country they're from. If you're shooting no, no, down other matter. countries' planes, that normally leads to something else. It's, a, it's an act of war. It's an I act believe. of war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. So well, that's what they were. That's you know, with the most recent stuff that's going on in Ukraine, you had a lot, a lot of people that were cheering for closing down airspace, yeah. and people were like, "Well, hold on, you realise if we close down Ukraine airspace, that is an act of war. If anything happens, yeah. So you don't." What are you fucking actually asking for? But but anyway, I mean that that whole stuff there. I I mean we can skip to the end, I suppose. But I'm completely confused by that skirmish that happened at the end. I mean, as soon as they graduate from Top Gun, that's it. I think it was no... just put in there really to show how brilliantly these guys were trained. The I think it's, but world. there was no reference to what they're actually doing, and immediately it was filmed over land. So it, well, and you saw that all no, the way it was through. Indian the film. Ocean, it was the Indian Ocean. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it, it was actually filmed. What they were just insane is that a lot of the aerial combat there was like shots of land on there, but um, there was some reference to it. And as I mentioned earlier in our group chat, is that the guy briefly explains that something has lost its navigational system and it's wandered in enemy territory. So they were going to recover it, which explains the big helicopter that goes off mm. the gunship at the end. Um, and then you see it in the distance landing. You know, it comes into view and then lands after they're all like high fiving each other and jacking each other off. That bit, <laughs> but it's really overlooked. It's kind of like a whatever. Yeah. It's you know, it's just an excuse to see some you know planes going really fast and doing loop the loop and stuff and shooting each other. It's and that's a, really quite that, confusing. And that's the time when uh, Volkeen Kilmer does his Colgate gay uh, advert, basically, in the end. Hi, Tom! I'm Brilliant. glad you mentioned Val Kilmer, because this whole film, and now watching it with you know with a fresh pair of eyes after however many years it's been, yeah. Val Kilmer was the real hero in this film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Iceman was. was the fucking... He was the fucking guy. And it's such a shame that we've kind of got this story that is very focused on this kind of young, arrogant, got to learn a life lesson and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I'd love to have seen a bit more of fucking Iceman doing his thing. 
because that was the balanced, you know, he was he was a little bit older than than Maverick, but he had a fucking bigger brain. He could zoom out and assess the situation and handle yeah. things better. I'd like to have seen a bit more of that. I suppose it's like being a Formula One driver. You have one who's brilliantly talented, but will mark something up because he's got that he hasn't matured, he doesn't know what to do, when to change ties. And you've got one who will go on to become a legend because he's got the extra coolness and he can get a speed out of a car. It's similar to that. You need to be cool, really, you know. You yeah, but he was he was the kid of a of a fighter pilot, wasn't he, Maverick? That's yeah, but the so, thing. Yeah, well, so yeah, he's but silver spooned. He's this yeah. expert, and this is what the second one starts to betray with Goose's son, which of course you see in Meg Ryan when she's in the thing. Because I said to Joe, "We'll watch it." I said, "I presume that's the son that you then see in the second one if you've watched the trailers." And I have to say, in advance of the trailer, they seem to have cast his son very well because it looks a lot like Anthony Edwards, actually. Right. So yeah, actually, I've seen uh, the trailer, and be honest with you, too late, thirty years too late. Well, I think that too. I think that's what I think that's why it's going to be popular because of the, because of the intrigue. I, this is the sort of film where you can just idly sit there and watch it. I mean, Joe and I went and watched this a uh, couple of years ago for a birthday in an open air cinema. I put down, I put up the road here, and um, in a beautiful mm. setting, uh, and it was fantastic. We sat there in deck chairs, um, you know, big screen that was was transported there, bottle of champagne, and it was fantastic. It, it just the whole atmosphere was brilliant. So I, and I think this is just the kind of film that you can just switch on and, and watch. But I think the intrigue will always be there. And I agree with Paul. I think a lot of people probably will watch this film because of Al Kilmer, perhaps more so really than Tom Cruise. And for Tom Skerritt and, and Michael Ironside. These are great mm. actors that, that do these films who have gone on to do brilliant films and become big names. This anyway, this was the movie that really made Tom Cruise the mega star he became. I don't agree with that. No, why? No, I just don't. Come on, then. I I just don't. I think think Risky Business's first film, uh, his debut film. I think he was made from that film day one. And no, he was made into a. He was made into a film actor from that movie but this made him a uh, star there's a difference between an actor and a star no I, I, I understand what you're saying but I, 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 I think right from the first film Risky Business I think you just knew that he he was going to have a successful career I think his path was set yeah but I don't think I don't uh, think it was any for me I don't think it was a particular film I think that was it as soon as he's on TV uh, doing a film that's it you just knew he was going to become this this superstar yeah. I don't know what it is about Tom Cruise. He may be, he sounds like a nice guy and stuff like that. But last few, 10, 15 years, he's I, I'm really put off his him as a I don't know as a he actor. is until you start know. questioning his beliefs. If you watch a lot of the interviews of him online, you know he is a lovely guy. Reportedly, I've never met him. He's very short, apparently. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong being short. Yeah, because McGuinness had to um, at the start of the film when you see her walking down the aisle with the sort of the, you know, the strip stockings. Uh, she's in heels, but before she's in flats, so she's not taller than Tom. Mm-hmm. He's only he's about five six. Uh, he's about five six, up. five seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah the um, me. But he, um, the yeah, a, but particularly the interviews, you start getting into a subject uh, that he doesn't want to talk about, uh, like private life or Scientology or whatever. He turns. He's got. Very, why don't we like, say? Like I don't switch. want to offend anyone, but I think that's one of the reasons why I think I've seen some of those interviews, and I've seen him actually turn on people yeah. as well. And and I'm thinking, hold on, 
you believe in something, but if someone's challenging you, you don't like it. So yeah, he doesn't like it. He gets super yeah. aggressive and super yeah. defensive. I don't like. The, I'll be honest with you. I don't like them sort of people generally anyway because I think if you believe in something, someone should be able to uh, ask you why you believe in that, and you should. I agree. Justify why you're you entitled. Your, in yeah, you're entitled to yeah. your opinion. Yeah, uh, exactly. Even though I do, I don't. I don't know enough about Scientology, but same the, um, But I, you know, when he talks about drugs and children and and psychology and all psychosis and all that, you kind of sort of think, yeah, it can make sense. You know, why would you sort of do that? But it's yeah, I agree with you, Samir. It's the sort of manner you're entitled to your opinion, and you're yeah. you're and you're entitled to challenge somebody's yes, opinion exactly. and, have, and have views. No one's telling you that you have to believe in it or you're wrong. Yeah, and also you, you don't have to talk about it. You don't fucking want it. Exactly. I mean, if he's if he's doing like a press junket to launch his latest movie, and somebody starts going, "Why are you a Scientologist? It's shit." He can say, "Well, fuck you. I don't want to talk about." Absolutely. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like, when you movie i'm in not bloody my religious belief no but let's say you got a two hour or one hour sort of interview which he used to do like a general interview and someone asks you you don't avoid it you try to explain to people and people as you say don't have to agree with you or disagree with you or agree with you or whatever the case is you just say okay this is what i believe in blah 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 that's what i'm going to say i think tom cruise is actually if you look at his career has he been in any scandals other than the Scientology stuff that people have made a big deal out of, have you ever heard of him being in any scandals? Any rumours about him? Oh, he's very quiet on the press, isn't he? I think exactly. from, from marriage right. point of view. And, I, and I like few, that but... about him. I yeah. like that about him. He turns up, he does his job, yeah. and he says, right, thank you very much, I'm out. He doesn't yeah. fucking berate you and tell you that you're a bad person because you fly on an airplane once every year for a holiday or you're damaging the planet and all that yeah. shit. He just shuts the fuck up, does his job and gets on with it. That's See, I like that about him. He's one. He's one of the stars, and I'm gonna just a little bit extend on what you've done. Expand on what you've done, uh, said uh, Paul. He's one of the stars who's managed to stay in America and still keep his privacy because most of the big guys who mm. want to keep their privacy end up going to uh, France or Italy, where paparazzi. There's a law they cannot uh, bother you all the time, and they just disappear. Then only come to Hollywood when they need to. And he's one of the few who stayed in America and basically kept his privacy. So, and been a superstar or megastar. So I'll take my hat off for that hundred percent. Mm. I think he's yeah. very, I think he's a very talented actor. I mean, a lot of the films he does are very, are very sort of linear. Yeah. Um, so he's not like, he's not a, a Tom Hanks, let's say. No. You know, where, I mean, they're again, brilliant actor, but he's not diver diverse is probably the word I'm looking for. He's not as diverse as someone like Tom Hanks. He will play a very similar sort of role each time. You're talking about completely. Oh, you're talking about someone who would be a method actor like Tom Hanks, who would get into yeah. his character, would change everything. I don't. One thing with Tom Cruise is because that's always been a case with actors who have been called the pretty boys or the good-looking guys. They find it very hard to find anything that would give that meat on a part. Because of the people think, oh, because he's good looking or whatever, or she's good looking or whatever, they can only do a certain part. And unfortunately, th that's what happens. And after that, you just forget. Okay, I'm not going to bother doing well, anything. I don't know. If, um, I don't know if I'm. I agree with you. I don't know if I'm right in saying that because I, I think I'm thinking now in terms of Rain Man, um, and, mm -hmm. and Rain Man was a phenomenally good film. 
Um, Dustin Hoffman was the man, I think, in that really. He was the yeah, he was. He's the one that got it good well because he played he played that part so so magnificently. But you know, with Tom Cruise, he, I believe anyway that Tom Cruise does actually fly fighter jets because a lot of the stuff he does himself. Because I watched a short thing about the second one coming up because obviously being thirty years on, the technology's got better and they've got actually put cameras in the cockpit with forward facing views whilst he's pulling four G and five G turns and. And all the rest of it, because I believe he can actually fly F-15s, oh. and he did for the first film in the same way as he actually drove the uh, NASCAR in Days of Thunder. Yes, I believe. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he's one of those people who, who likes is a what do you call it a fuel seeker junkie, whatever. Yeah, we, we know he likes his motorbikes. We know that with Tom Cruise mm. um, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I was well, thinking of Paul there actually when I saw the motorbike. What his opinion was on the on the bike and stuff like that is his. Uh, I don't like those old eighty style sports nah. bikes. I don't like oh. them at all. They just look really awkward. Because you get like a, a James Bond DB5 reveal in the second one of him bringing off a dust cover of the original motorbike. Right. Yeah, you know, I've become apparent watching this film earlier was it's actually it's a love story. This film, it's mm. not really about. The military stuff it's right. more about the relationship that builds that was what i got from it this morning you know the mm. the, the, the planes the, the jets going really fast and going bang that happens to be like a little sideshow you don't see a great deal of that it's all about the relationship that he builds with that woman mm. yeah well coming back to what's her name um kelly, kelly mcgillis kelly yeah. mcgillis yeah bloody hell uh Damn, have you seen photographs of her lately? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I think you should Is put them bad? on. Yeah. Yeah. Go on in. Well, I mean, just, just so you wouldn't believe sort of... it's. Uh, how can you say you would not believe it's the same person? You look at Tom Cruise, and as you say, he still looks quite. He looks quite young. You can tell his age, but he looks young. And you look at her, and you think, you know, who's had the easier life? <laughs> it looks like that. <laughs> Well, what else has Kelly McGillis actually been in? I don't remember in any other movies, to be honest with you, besides this. No, neither do I. Wasn't there rumours at the time after the I'm movie? I'm trying to wrap that... my brains where she's been in without having to look it up. I like Wasn't... to try and... Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's just an older woman. She's just got older gracefully, I think. Yeah, she hasn't done what Tom Cruise may have done or other actors or actresses may have done. Drinking the blood of children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a, got an interesting thing to add here. Just whilst we've been talking, I was just looking up the, the Paul's question about the guy at the back. So the question is, the, the um, what does the guy in the back do? So I don't know if this is a genuine answer, but these aircraft are extremely complex. The presence of the backseater variously known officially as the weapon systems operator or radar right. intercept officer, allows the pilot to focus on the immediate needs of flying the plane. As his back seat can take on many of the other tasks required, they serve as navigators, technicians, bombardiers, weapon systems operators, and of course, as we see in the film, an extra set of eyes. They use right. their distraction and in passing information to the pilot, ensuring that the pilot has only data that's important situation that isn't swamped by trivia. Without distraction from having to fly the plane, they can often be better placed to coordinate between multiple planes, leaving the situation where the backseater can be placed in the command of the mission. Right, so they're the real people doing all the work then. 80, 20 boys just on a stick. He's just on a stick doing yep. this. 
Well, well put on the brakes. Well, the geezer behind him is actually doing all the real work. That's right. Fair enough. Right now, I have a, I have a new appreciation for that role now. It just wasn't very well portrayed in this movie. They were all just going, oh, oh, oh. I think yeah. the, that that's a sad thing because they were concentrating so much on the, the pilots and not the, the navigators and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the action. And I agree with you. They're concentrating too much on Tom Cruise's character. I would have loved uh, to know more about Iceman and his backseat guy uh, because they looked like they were balanced brilliant at doing their job but it was like yeah. in the end oh you didn't really do great things really piss but, off i mean this film also we've got to remember at the time as well this is a recruitment video yes in fact it is. there's one you know it's like hey isn't it great join the navy you get to fly a jet real fast it's rec- most of these military movies are just recruitment movies just glamorized recruitment so look how fucking great it is you know come and join up just come and sign that piece of paper well, um, there was one scene in here when um, oh, I can't remember the can't remember when the, what event it took place after, but um, they're all stood outside a shower room with towels wrapped around them, and Maverick gets a little gets a talking to by Iceman and Tom Skerritt, and then he sits down on like a wooden bench, and there's like a pinboard behind him. Mm. Well, in the shot, very clearly, there is a a, a bit there that says. Um, the navy. the navy is not just a job, it's an adventure. That's right. Yeah. Cl- classic recruitment sort of poster stuff. So it's like, you know, do you love do you love the idea of flying fast jets? I Join think a US also, Navy. On that same notice board, there was a weekly planner as well. Because I spotted that because I think it also said 1985 on the yeah. on the planner. So it was made in '85 and released in '86. Well, I yeah, don't. It could be. I mean, that's, that's got no. That's... I've got no follow up to that. It's just an observation that the, no, right. the, the plan yeah. was '85. Well, I mean, typically films, you know, movies and stuff, they are shot in a year and then yeah. they're released the following year, aren't they? Predominantly, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that could be why. Um... And another thing, uh, which. Again, going back to the music, love the music. I think it was great uh, 80s music, 60s, 70s, 60s music as well. And I think some of it was 50s as well. Well, I think the music in general was, yeah, it's a very... I, I kind of like the soundtrack in this movie, but in another mm. sense, I don't, because I've heard it so fucking much that mm. it kind of loses its whole appeal, yeah. Yeah. which is a shame. But compared to modern music, I think it's much better. I think I don't get my well, music. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, listen to a lot, a lot of synthwave, which is kind of 80s revival stuff, which um, no. absolutely fucking fantastic stuff. I'll send you a link after you've done this, so you, yeah, can, sh- have a, you can have a listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't think the jokes landed in this film either. I think it really did show its age in that. There was a lot <laughs> yeah. of things that were said by Goose that just kind of were a bit like... Mm. A bit, bit of a wet fart, wasn't it? That one. Um, but but at the time, I could imagine. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine at the time though they were like, you know, people. Oh, this is great, this movie. And some of it wouldn't even be PC anymore, would it? Really, some of the jokes. I think. I mean, I can't remember off by heart, but some of them were quite uh, (laughs) crude. There was there was one bit. I don't remember any any particular, but there was one bit in this where. um, Maverick and Goose are sat in the airport waiting for his wife to arrive. 
and the, and I think Goose is relaying a story to Maverick about something. And all I heard was at the end of it, um, no, he had AIDS, right? Maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> but I wound it. But I was like, that can't be. So I wound it back, and it said, no, he had eight. Uh, eight women, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just heard AIDS. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what punchline to a joke that would have been? Nah, he had AIDS. <laughs> that would have been a bit better, actually. yeah. I was a little bit disappointed when I wound it back. I was like, oh, fucking hell, that would have worked better if he'd said that. <laughs> I think the reason why they probably wouldn't have said that is because of how sensitive people were at the time. Uh, about that, but yeah, well, that's I, why I thought that's what I think that's why I made the connection because it's an 80s yeah, movie yeah. and around about that time. And I thought, oh, yeah. I thought I would have been, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed when I listened to that back, but um, yeah, it, it hasn't aged in certain places. Well, you can tell it's 30 plus 36, whatever years ago, and um, yeah, just feels like uh, we're, well, still maybe... young, we're still young and beautiful when the movie's old. Movie making has moved on, hasn't it? Movie making has moved on since the stories, um, screenplays have all evolved over a period of time. You know what I said about Iceman and wanting to know more about him? I think if this film was remade today, he would have a bigger part in it because people mm. expect to know a little bit more about the characters. As, speaking of characters in general, actually, I, I felt there was too many in this, there's too many yeah. people. Oh, here's Merlin, and here's Sundown, and here's fucking matey boy that does that, and here's the geezer that cleans the toilets. There was too many little people in here that have like sort of very minor roles in this film that you get to the point where you're just kind of confused with everything, and it's like, well, what? Who's that guy, and why is he with him? And you know, I fucking forget it. I can't be asked. So too many chefs. Well, just too many fucking people just involved. There's too many, you know. I mean, at the end, he's with Merlin, isn't he? Oh, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Mm. And it, what a fucking useless twat he was at the end as well. Just literally just sat there in a the back seat, just going, shoot him. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> Go on. Guy Put your foot down. <laughs> I, th I think the music, I think the music helped the suspensefulness of the film as well. It's like, oh, he's disengaged. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, he's re-engaged. You know. Sort yeah. of adds to it a little bit as well, doesn't it? I reckon even the Soviet helmets were copied of uh, Firefox. Hey, eh? slightly. The Soviet, Soviet helmets. Hel yeah, in yeah. the pilot. Yeah, the in big, the plane. Pilots. Yeah. Oh, big the big pilots. pilots. You mean? Oh, yeah. I think. I think they're just standard Russian issue military, aren't they? I, I think there were Soviet military. I don't know. Yeah, if the Russians still have it. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah think, maybe. Yeah, uh, but they looked cool. Yeah, they look cool. Dug trenches, you had one of them because it's the yeah. communist army, you know. Everyone had a everyone gets the same. No special treatment. <laughs> yeah, dig trenches, do you? Well, here have this uh have this fighter jet helmet as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's got so it's got yeah. a sun visor on. Help us with the sun. <laughs> but it's also a very much a, uh, a thing taken out of cowboys and uh cowboy movies. Because if you remember they used to say the black hat. Uh, cowboy hat and the white cowboy hat. The one with the white was good guy, and the one with the black was bad guy. So they've sort of, in a way, brought it up to jet fires as well. Although I think the Soviet Union did have them sort of helmets, but I think they were actually white, not black in real life. 
Sorry, that's me watching too much Discovery Channel. That's you just declaring your love for Russia. Your obsession no. with Russia. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'll be, compl- I'll be completely honest. I've got fuck all else to say about this movie. I was just literally about to say, should we rate it? Should we give it yeah, a score? Yeah, I think we should because it's... Um, I've got fuck all else to say. that It's not a big brain film. No, it's, it's not. Um, no. Right, so I've got it set up in my little fucking... Thing. By the yeah, way, I, I want to clear something out to our Ukrainian fans. Paul was joking. It's just all of us know a lot of things about different it's countries. Ukraine. No one listens to us from Ukraine. I've checked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, right, <laughs> so, <laughs> Justin, do you want to go first? Then, no, I was going to say Samir to go first. Oh, go oh. on in. Okay. I'm going to go for six. It's just... There's no, there's no logic or consistency to your scorings. <laughs> yeah, but you're fucking complaining about how it was a struggle to watch it yeah. this morning in our group. Oh, oh God. Yeah, but... Oh, it's oh, like God. a minus two or something. Given that. No, I'm God, not going to go that low. Uh, I can't I mean, go anymore. No, I couldn't really. I, I'll be honest. An hour and 50 minutes. I couldn't watch this fucking film. No, anyway, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said six, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason for it. I think it's one of those movies. If someone said, oh, somebody you can either go down to the pub, have a few pints or watch this, I'll go to the pub. But it's not one of those where I'll go, yeah, okay, I'm going to miss out the pub. I know, miss the pub and I'm going to sit here and watch it, sort of thing. And another thing is, I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise. Um, I don't think I've never been a big fan of Tom Cruise, but I mean, as we discussed earlier, I, don't, I think there's certain things and uh, certain acting. But I don't think he does the same stuff. Although he'd, I admire him for doing his own stunts and all, and flying jets and whatever. Um, but yeah, sorry. I mean, he's just not my sort of actor. Okay, Justin, do you want to? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. And you were raving about the bloody movie. It, bloody it's hell. an eighties movie. I, it's not as good as the. As the Predators and all the rest of it, but it's an action-packed, full of continuity, head-fucking... Yeah! Head-fucking. Right. Okay, well, that just leaves me, and I'm going to give it seven and all. Right? Because it was entertaining to watch. I didn't, you know, I didn't sit there and think, oh, fucking hell, I've got another 40 minutes of this bastard movie to watch. Like I do with most Bond movies, I'm sat there almost cursing at the TV. Like, will you just fucking end? But this one, it was easy enough to watch. It, the storyline, because it's a Jerry Bruckheimer movie, the storyline was just so basic that I, you could probably sit a three-year-old in front of this and they would get it. They would be able to tell you the end before you got to the end. Mm. Um, and it's just easy enough to watch, isn't it? I don't mind Tom Cruise either. Like I said before, I like the fact that Tom Cruise doesn't lecture the pause on how badly they're behaving and what destruction they're doing to the environment and all that shit like most modern actors do. He just does his job, he does it well, he fucks off home. I like that. So, there you go. Justin, you didn't give it an eight. I need to read you and exchange that. <laughs> I need to give it an <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus. But what makes me laugh? You got uh, you, Justin. You are bloody raving about the movie. Gave it a and, seven. And you gave it a seven. 
How can you give a movie that you're raving about bloody seven? It should be eight or nine, shouldn't it? No, because it's I was raving about it, but it's not as good as an eight or a nine that I've given to other Sorry, films. mate, you're bloody fired from this because it should have been uh, eight or nine when you're raving about. No, nah, it's not as good as it's not as good as Predator. I can say if I. <laughs> um, if, but, but how can you compare it to Predator? This is the thing; it's a completely different story, geezer. It's not about that. It's not. It's my enjoyment of the film. And if I, yeah. if someone said to me, "Do you want to watch Predator or Top Gun?" I'd watch Predator first, and then I'd, I'd watch Top Gun. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I'd rather go and have a pint of IPA than watch Top Gun. It's expensive these days. Oh, yeah, down it the fucking is. pub bollocks for that. I'd rather sit at home. I'd rather sit at home and watch Top Gun than fucking pay over ridiculous prices for, for beer at a pub. I'm just have one pint. I'm not saying any more. Just one yeah. pint. Make it last hours. By yourself as well. And, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Being alone. Following person. women into bathrooms, isn't it, Smith? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that geezer who used to sit at the bar uh, at the Queen's College Arms with a Tesh? And he would be there for hours and hours. And you said to me, Smith, man, this guy has about two pints, but he's there for five, six hours. That would be my sort of thing here at the new pub here. <laughs> yeah, just read the paper from front cover to back three times. Yeah. Just hoping somebody will speak to him. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, well um, let's leave it there, watching. shall we? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, um, yes. Those of you that did join us, thank you for joining us. Those of you that are watching this on demand, thank you very much. You know. If you did like it, or you disagree, you know, let us know. Just write something in the comments. And go and watch Top Gun 2 on Reese on Wednesday, 25th. So how much were yeah. you paid to promote that then, Justin? We don't know. We might get a few quid. No. Yeah, no, doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay, so promoting Top Gun 2. If anyone out there hears this, then you might this get a letter from Tom Cruise. Dear, dear, dear Justin, I'm suing you and your channel for doing promoting me. You know what I mean? Especially I'd since you did the first one me and go, Dear 118, <laughs> thank you so much for your lovely review and for loving my film. And thank you so much for giving me, you know, giving a plug for the release of my second film. It's, I'm so grateful. But the guy in the middle, he doesn't like me at all, it seems like, but he wasn't really criticised me. Yeah, just yeah. don't ask me about Scientology. No. That's yeah. what it'll be at the end. Yeah, but I'd be fascinated to sit down and learn all about it. I watched okay. the Louis Theroux documentary on it. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, okay, let's let's do this. Let's wrap it up then. So, yep, yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you. And um, we'll be here again next week, I guess, with another movie review. We don't actually know what we're doing just yet, but we will discuss that. I'll let you know very soon. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Twitch and all that shit. Um, yeah, Twitch. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's it. So it's good night from me. Good night from me. And good night from me.